0: Thursday night. We are live on the air. You know what time it is, folks? It's the Always One Hundred Podcast live tonight on Blog Talk Radio, BlogtalkRadio.com. And you can find the show on Apple Podcasts by searching Always One Hundred Podcast. Like, subscribe, give us a listen and see what you guys think. I'm Quinn McKenzie, the host of the show. Join today and every day. By the esteemed co-host of the Always 100 Podcast, whose team has a very big game this Sunday night in the Superdome, Mona McKenzie, the the co-host of the Always 100 Podcast. How you doing, Mom?
1: Happy Thursday, Q.
0: And we're also joined,
1: as always,
0: by Uncle Trevor, whose Steelers are 0-3, and the Browns aren't doing too well, so we'll see how he's feeling today. How's it going,
2: Uncle Trevor? Hey, I'm doing good. OS o- 16 <laughs> is the goal this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, here you go. You're starting already. We're not even two minutes in. <laughs>
0: oh. oh, no. I know you don't mean that, right? Oh, yes. You mean that? You, you mean 0-16? O- oh, yes. You want to go 0-16? O-
2: yeah, the season's already over. I, I want to see comedy now.
1: Oh,
0: man. Oh, my goodness. Uh,
1: Look, with fans like that, you don't need anybody that hates you. My goodness. I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy.
0: Oh, my goodness. All right, y'all,
1: let's y'all. Let's, let's, let's
0: get started here. Big games on the schedule. Uh, the, the show is called It's Getting Late Early. And for some teams, it really, really is. And the first team it's getting late early for, is the Philadelphia Eagles, who play on Thursday night football against the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field, okay? It's just a very important game for the Eagles. The Packers are 3-0. and The Eagles are 1-2. But let's be fair. Let's start by being objective. And, mom, we'll go to you after I say this. The Eagles should be 3-0, despite the fact that Carson Wentz they 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 don't like Carson Wentz. Despite the fact that he's brittle, despite the fact he got hundred and seven million dollars to be brittle, okay? Despite the fact that mom the Eagles secondary can't cover anyone. They 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 can't cover anybody. Avante mom Avante Maddox hasn't covered somebody that he was in pit. Okay? And I'm not really sure how much he covered there. I mean, this guy's terrible. Okay. He can't cover okay. anybody.
1: Okay. You you on the list today
0: too. Uh, am, am I telling the truth? He he has
1: he's a work in progress. We'll just say oh, that.
0: he's a work in progress. Okay, okay, okay. Well, Rasul Douglas can't cover anybody. Okay, the Eagles secondary is terrible. But what I'm getting at is, hey Nelson Aguilar, I, 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 I Uncle Trevor, and Mom, I coined a nickname for for Nelson Aguilar. I I, I, I call him Butterfingers. But no, no, no. Butterfingers was too too common. I call him Crisco.
3: <laughs> I, 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 I call that uh,
0: Crisco. And the reason why I call him Crisco is, I mean, dang, his hands so slippery. He can't catch nothing. He he doesn't catch anything. Okay, like come on, man. You got a touchdown pass right in your hands in Atlanta. The guy, they, they just they just don't cover you. You're so wide open, it's unbelievable, and you drop a touchdown pass. So, the Eagles should be 3-0. And the Packers are 3-0. So, enough of me dribbling on for a little bit. Bob. I'm coming to you. Give us your thoughts, because these are your two of your favorite teams in the world. So, uh, you go ahead and tell us who's going to win or not win, actually. The floor is
1: yours. Okay, well, as you know, I'm rooting for a 0-0 tie because I don't like either one of these teams. But uh, if I have to really give analysis, we'll say, starting with Philly, uh, the question going into the season was whether or not Carson Wentz could carry this offense. I mean, he started out, you know, a couple of years, got hurt, Nick Foles came in and saved the day, won a Super Bowl. Foles is gone, hurt down in Jacksonville, but gone nonetheless. So the question is, would his team rally around uh, Carson Wentz? I just looked at a graphic on NFL Network, and the team so far this year on offense, they rank in the 20s in three of the top categories, you know, uh, passing yards, offense, et cetera. And that's not a recipe for going back to the playoffs, much less going for a Super Bowl run. Yes, I know part of the Super Bowl run is based on who gets hot, but right now the Eagles are not hot at all. Uh, their, uh, their game as far as offense, yes, Aguilar and others were dropping a lot of passes. That's not Carson Wentz's fault. But it just seems like the timing between them is off, but it just seems like the, the receivers are not doing what they need to do. And I know last week was a little bit different, too, because Alshon Jeffrey was not in the game. He'll be in the game tonight. So, you know, we'll, we'll see if that changes anything. But Deshaun Jackson is hurt, so he's actually out. Um, it would be nice to see what they can do when they have their, their three wide receiver weapons in there with Wentz. You know, can he have a different type of offense? Because uh, they really don't have much of a running game. So it's really based upon their, their wide receivers and their, their passing game. As far as Philly's really defense, they've been eh. They've been okay. They haven't been great. Uh, so just Philly just seems to be just all over the place, which, of course, I love. And would love for it to continue. Now, as far as Green Bay is concerned, uh, I am really sad that the Bears did not beat Green Bay first game of the season then they wouldn't be 3-0 and right now. Uh, so I think that because the Packers are at home, they had the short week, did not have to travel. Um, Aaron Rodgers is getting used to this defense with Matt Lafleur. Uh, there are some of his pieces that are still there and not hurt like they have been in the past. I think that that tends to gravitate this game for a Green Bay win tonight.
0: All right, Uncle Trevor, you're up. Some analysis on the Thursday night game. What you got?
2: Yeah, the Eagles, they kind of shocked me last week. I thought they were going to blow Detroit out. At that loss, I mean, it shouldn't have come down to the final, I guess, drop pass at the end of the game. Or that last long pass that went through. It shouldn't have come down to that point. So maybe Detroit's better than I think. I guess that was a possibility. But. You know, the Eagles is blue, two games should've won. So I you know, I'm I have a feeling they might come out tonight because they know they don't want they to lose tonight and um go to a one and three. I know they might not be affected by I think Dallas is gonna have some trouble this weekend. So it might not be the end of the world. But they, I'm sure I'm sure they don't want to go down one go one and three tonight. So I think they might they might come out a little more intense than they normally would because of what happened last Sunday, but um, and you know Green Bay, I still can't really get a feel for them. Seems like the offense is playing worse than what they should. The defense is playing better than what they should. Oh. I think uh, usually on a short week, these Thursday night games usually the home game. Home team will have the advantage. This one, I think the Eagles have more to play for. They're, 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 this is. This is might be, this could be their season right here. They, they only go one and three before. I'm, I'm not, I guess they're playing in the divisional games. Although the division is pretty bad, maybe the Giants are a little bit better now. If they got Eli out of there, but, So, it's, ah, I think Eagles might maybe a field goal tonight, possibly. I think it'll be a close game. Though. All right.
0: Here, here's the deal. Um... The enactors just came out. Deshaun Jackson's out. Uh, so, there, there's that for Philly. Here's the thing. Um, Dallas is going to... The Dallas game, which we'll get to later, um, but, folks, understand, if the Cowboys lose in the Superdome, that's not an upset. Like, like that that could happen. Like, you know, I'm not going to give away the pick. I mean, we know who mom's picking, but, you know, she, she's probably a little bit nervous about that game, and so she'll let us know as she feels later on. But in regards to that, it's like, excuse me, have we seen the way Dallas is playing? I mean, they're, they're, I mean, this team, is so, this team is really complete, okay? I understand. I understand you're playing the Miami Dolphins and the Giants, and the Washington Redskins, okay? But the Eagles play the Washington Redskins, Mom. And guess what? 17-0 before you can pass gas. I mean, what, what are we doing? <laughs> like, like, like what, what are you talking about? Like, like The Eagles, like Case Keenum, 380 yards passing. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> What are we talking about here? You, the Eagles have got to show up. You've got to catch the football if you wear a white shirt with an eagle on the side of your helmet. you got to catch the ball. I mean, whatever you think of Carson Wentz, I mean, I'm not his biggest fan. I think he's brittle, but he's very, very good when he's, like, as upright for his standard as you can get. But um, they're not going to win nothing if they can't catch the football. Um, defensively, the Eagles' secondary is atrocious. I, I, I already told
3: you.
0: Uh, Rasul Douglas can't cover anybody. I already told you what I think of Avante Max. That dude that dude not covered anybody in years, okay? So like, like This guy can just stay getting torched, okay? This guy, you know, uh, and, then, and then this dude, Ronald Darby, who's inactive, he's, he's supposed to be the number one corner, and this dude gets thrown at every week. So I'm not sure who's replacing him, but, um, uh, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm throwing at that dude and with two Douglas, as far as green Bay's concerned, look, green Bay's defense is playing unbelievable. Preston Smith, Darius Smith, the two, uh, two uh, guys on the defensive line there just playing absolutely fantastic. Okay. Uh, it's shocking me. I'm not really ready to crown the I'm not really to crown the Packers defense just yet, but it looks like for the only like the second time in the decade they actually have a defense worth even mentioning when you talk about the Green Bay Packers. Okay? But this offense, I'm looking at this graphic right here. Uh this offense, I think they're averaging like nineteen points a game. Um, and i would, I would get but I would get I would give you something to laugh at. I'm try to give you something to laugh at too. I honestly think, I honestly think, before the season's over, Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur did have a fist fight right in front, right on national TV. And <laughs> I don't think these two like each other. I don't think they like each other. Right. I mean, come on! Well, I would see that. I mean, I would too, because I'm not really sure if Aaron about that one. Uh, sure. Aaron can't it. <laughs>
3: Now, before you go no, uh, you don't know. This will be a
2: Mike Tyson-Michael Spinks fight.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, no. Well, whoever's across from Mike Tyson, if it's not Buster Douglas, probably, probably didn't end well for them. So, uh, that's all I'll say about that. Uh, look, I just uh, Look, Green Bay should win tonight, and that's all I'll say about that. Let's move on to the next game. All right, we got... Five more games going on here tonight. And, Uncle Trevor, we're going to start with Cleveland and Baltimore. And we're going to start with you, Uncle Trevor. Baltimore's a seven-point favorite at home. Lamar Jackson playing out of his mind as well. Didn't really have the greatest showing against Kansas City. Uh, I guess a good team that still isn't throwing the ball as well as I would like for him to do it. But Baltimore is favored. By seven points at home against your Cleveland Browns, so tell us uh, what's going to happen on, in that game.
3: Yeah, another
2: Super Bowl pick going down the tubes for me. <laughs> uh, I think this is more about this is more about how bad Cleveland is than how good Baltimore is. Because you know, it's really Cleveland shouldn't be a seven-point underdog, but their offense looks so bad. It's just it's just hard to to actually pick them with any confidence because they just can't score. They can't move the ball. They, they look really bad out there. So, I mean, Baltimore, you know, Baltimore's is who we expected. You know, I guess you take the Miami game out, it's, it's regarding the Miami game. And basically, you know, they, they're what they expect. We, we thought they'd beat Arizona. We, we thought they would lose to Kansas City. That's what happened. So, if they're Baltimore's at home, I think, I'm not sure. You know, Lamar Jackson, I think he's going to have probably another average passing game, which you saw last week and maybe the week before. That's probably what you're going to see from him. I guess Miami just makes everyone look good at this point. And Cleveland is just having trouble even to move the ball. Even getting a first down is, is hard for Cleveland. So, that, I mean, I, that, they, they look, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the head coach. Maybe they just have too much hype. I know. More than say, you know, Baker Mayfield let the hype get to his head. I don't know. I just don't know. But they look really bad. And until I see it get better, I'm not, I'm not going to go with them. Because you got to be able to score to win. And their offense just looks – it's horrible to watch. They can't run. They can't pass. Very bad. Like I got Baltimore. Although Baltimore might not cover, I got Baltimore to win.
0: All right, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's fair analysis. Look, um, I'll, I'll go here, mom, and I'll give you the last word on this game. What, uh, Baltimore? Here, here's the thing. Um, it was twenty-three to six, and I give Baltimore a lot of credit because it, Kansas City was fixing to blow them out. I mean, that, that game was about to get out of hand, and they they kept it interesting, at least. Uh, you know, Kansas City is just absolutely fantastic, especially in their building. And it's gonna take it, it's gonna take a heroic effort on the part of Baltimore, New England, or whoever. Has, if if New England has to go there for the title game, it's gonna take a heroic effort on our part to get the job done in January. Now that remains to be seen, but they're just fantastic. Um. Here, here's the thing: Baltimore wins games by playing defense and running the football. Um, Ingram II has been just—he has just played awesome for them. Mark, I don't know if you guys have seen, but Mark Ingram was just, just killing Kansas City, running the football. 16 carries, 113 13 yards, and three touchdowns—something like that. He might have had 13 carries, but the guy had three touchdowns. By himself, I mean this dude. This dude left New Orleans and hasn't lost a step. Okay, so there's something to watch out for. As far as Cleveland, okay. First of all, man, have you ever seen have you ever seen a dumber fourth and nine call in your life?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody's been talking about.
0: Excuse me, what? Who the hell called that play? What, what, like, what, what is this? Like, you, you're you're doing a draw play on fourth and nine. You, you, you think that's gonna work,
1: huh? Well, I mean, that I was guess he thought he's gonna call. catch him off guard. Oh, oh, oh um,
0: oh, okay, sure, sure, okay. <laughs> um, and then that 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 was that was bad enough. Okay, and then you get into the red zone. You got a chance to tie. Okay, and instead of actually using Nick Chubb, you throw two passes that OBJ wasn't even targeted. You throw one of your tight ends that hit him in the hands, and the DB made a great play. And on fourth down, your offensive line can't block anybody, and Baker Mayfield has to run for his life and throws it right to the ramps. That, That is what happened. I don't trust Cleveland at all. Um, this is a hard stretch, and I understand that. Like it, you know, it, it's a hard stretch for them. It's going to get better later in the year, but in this spot, seven's a lot. Seven is a lot to lay, but Baltimore, especially if they start running the football um, with uh, Mark Ingram and company, they start running the football and all that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I kind of see Baltimore uh, getting the win in this game.
2: Bob, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I can't disagree with anything that's been said. Uh, Trev mentioned that I think that Baker Mayfield believed in hype, and I still believe that. Uh, but there's some brewing dysfunction in that, in that team, and many of the pundits have said they think basically, in, in essence, that Freddie Kitchens is not qualified to be the head coach. And... I guess Baker wanted him as a head coach maybe because Baker wanted to have like an Aaron Rodgers situation where he kind of controlled the offense himself. If he had somebody who actually had some uh, real power, then Baker would not be able to do that. So I I don't know if that's what's going on behind the scenes that's causing some of this dysfunction. I don't know. But um, they should – Cleveland should be performing better because they have a, a bunch of assets on the uh, offensive side. And they have a decent defense as well. So there's something going on behind the scenes. It'll come out eventually. Uh, But right now, Cleveland is really playing – they're they're, they're playing putrid. Um, And, yes, I thought they'd be doing a lot better than they are. And who knows? They could turn it around, you know, towards the end of the season. They get it together, they could turn it around. Because the AFC North is not – a stout division. It's really it's between Cleveland and Baltimore right now to see who will actually win. Cincinnati could you know, bump their themselves up if they start winning some games, but right now it's a race between Cleveland and Baltimore. Now, as far as Baltimore, I saw uh, a little article, I think it was on NFL.com, where Lamar Jackson said, yeah, I really don't like to run. I'd rather pass. And I just thought that was hilarious because, you know, all he was doing last year was running. He wasn't passing. Uh, He has tried to change his game up, and he looks good. He looks a lot better this year than he did last year. Uh, Of course, he's, again, a work in progress, but um, he's great. I like, uh, as you said, Mark Ingram Quinn. He, He is very good. It was a very good pickup by the Ravens. And the Ravens may actually end up with Jalen Ramsey, too. So that would bolster oh, their Lord. defense. Oh
0: no, no, yeah. no. So no, if, no, if they no, were to get no, Jalen no. Ramsey, oh, please, that God, would no. be awesome. Oh, please yeah. God, no. No, no, no. Yeah, no, that's that's no, the rumor. No.
1: They were willing to please, give up a whole bunch God, to get Jalen no. Ramsey. No.
0: Yeah. That
1: that would be trouble for your boys up in New England. Oh, that
0: would be horrible. Oh my no. Yeah. Please But. what that happens.
1: As far as this game, uh, unless Cleveland does an about face and change their whole uh, way they've been running things, Baltimore should walk away with the win with ease. I don't know if they cover, but I don't really care about that so much. I'm just going straight for the win, and I think Baltimore gets the win.
0: Ah, you, you really depressed me with that Jalen Ramsey rumor.
3: Yeah, You're you, welcome.
0: You, <laughs> that 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 Kansas City's bad enough, but Kansas City don't play defense. They stink defensively. I mean, they're they're, they're terrible. Okay, like they, the Ravens actually are good defensively. They don't they really need Jalen Ramsey, but they oh wow yeah that was woo Jimmy Smith coming oh yeah that, oh that's gonna be a problem oh please don't let that happen. Oh, <laughs> All right, next game. Here we go. Next game on the list. Um, we're going to go to Chicago, the marquee 4 o'clock game on the schedule, and I'm not sure it's really marquee for any other reason except if you like defense because the Vikings and the Bears are playing in Chicago this weekend, and in this game you got Kirk Cousins who fluctuates with being good again and being an absolute atrocity. And you got Mitchell Trubisky, who is average at best and has been an atrocity this, this season, okay? Don't, don't, don't. Let, let's not put much stock into three touchdowns against the Washington Redskins. They stick. The Redskins' defense is terrible, okay? Like, they're awful. Like, they don't cover. They can't get a pass rush, and that's just what it is from that standpoint. The Bears are favored by two and a half tonight. So, Uncle Trevor, we're coming to you here. Analysis of Bears hosting the Vikings 425 this Sunday night.
3: Well,
2: normally the home team gets to at least three points. So basically, they're saying that you know the Minnesota they give Minnesota half a point there, and basically because no one really has any faith in Chicago's offense, they they just don't. I mean, the problem is I, I, the Bears' defense is really good. And, you know, I, I don't really trust Kirk Cousins under a heavy pass rush. But this could really be an ugly game to watch. You got, you got one young quarterback who's not that good and you got one older quarterback who isn't that good. <laughs> you got the Bears' defense, which is really good. And it's hard to really, can't really pinpoint what Minnesota's defense is, is right now. But um, this could really be a low-scoring game. I mean, every game the Bears, you don't expect them to be low-scoring. You don't, you don't really expect to see what happens against Washington. The Redskins are just giving them points, basically. Just giving them, giving them points. Giving them interceptions. Giving them, this is horrible. This is, this is a joke. The Bears, the Bears are not that good and score 31 points. That was all the Redskins giving them that. But so this is not – you would think the Bears might win because I think they're going to force turnovers from Kirk Cousins. I think Trubisky, although he's not that good, I think he'll protect the ball better than Cousins will. I mean, he can, he can at least run the ball a little bit. He's an athlete. Kirk Cousins gets pressure, and he's going to panic back there, and he's going to throw the ball anywhere. So, um, This, again, this will come down to the fourth quarter, probably a field goal, 2-1 points. There's very good point spread. I agree with the points spread because it's going to come down to a field goal when they lose for either team. I would have to say it's Chicago because they're at home. That's the only reason really. Because they're very evenly matched, these teams, in my opinion. Chicago, what?
0: 18-17. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bob, you, you can go next, but uh, he's uh I think he's going to be spot on with that game. So I'll get my analysis out to you. Go ahead.
3: Yeah,
1: this is actually is a difficult game to try and, and pick. I think because, as Trev mentioned, the quarterback play is just abysmal on both sides of the field. Uh, you would think that Cousins would be better because he's a more experienced quarterback. Um, and actually – up until this year, he actually had a lot more yards passing. So I don't know what's happening with that whole offense. If they, I don't think they changed coordinators, but something is going on where Cousins really is not passing the ball or passing it you know, well. Uh, I mean, Sealing got a couple catches last week, but not prolific like he was, I believe, last year and a year before, catching a lot of passes from Cousins. So something is going on with that offense. And their their defense really – Mike Zimmer used to be known as a great defensive mind. His teams right now are not really showing that he's got that prowess. But on the flip side, you have a, an awesome defense on the Chicago side, basically because of Khalil Mack. Um, he makes everybody else look better, than maybe they really are. I don't know. But they've they've got a pretty stout defense for Chicago. Uh, Trubisky shows flashes of the being okay, um, but he is probably a little less than a game manager. But he does kind of worry me. Um, so I would expect, if anything, that Chicago defense is going to make a lot of plays to get points or and, and put the offensive offense in position to you know put points on the board. But I think all said and done, it going to be a Chicago win as far as I can see
3: okay
1: <clears throat> oh, okay um
0: look Th- this game this game is so hard because I'm Trevor's right. if you're at home they give you three points, the spread is two and a half, <laughs> so like um. I, this is so hard for me to pick like this game I look these are this is one of, this is one of those games where we get to the pick them and we'll we'll get to that 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 just robbery that happened to me last week unbelievable we'll, we'll get we'll get to that later on in the show but um the, the basically what you're what you're asking me to do when analyzing this game is Decide who you like more. Do you like the Bears' defense defense more, or do you like the Vikings' defense more? But then my other question is, okay, Tariq Cohen, hey, are they ever going to get you involved, man? Because I thought you was good. I I, I thought you were good, man. They, they 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 had you, they had you doing everything last year. They had you catching passes, running back kicks, running the ball, doing this, doing that, doing the third. Guess what? You, you can't find Tariq Cohen doing much of nothing this year. I don't know why, but Tariq Cohen's better than this. I, I, I had to bench you on fantasy, man. Like, we, we need you we need you to show up. I like Robinson. Robinson's a big body, big target target receiver for Mitch. But the problem with Mitch is he's so inaccurate. He's – I think – um. I think Robs like like six two, six three. The guy overthrows him all the time. Like, what are we doing? Um, look, Minnesota. I mean, look, you're supposed to beat the Raiders, Minnesota. Uh, you're supposed to beat the Raiders. The Raiders stink. They're not very good. They they don't they don't play defense that that well. You're supposed to look good against them. But I tell you what, though, Dalvin Cook's gonna be a problem. I I really like him. If he can stay healthy, I really like him. He can run between the tackles. He's really really fast too. I mean that 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 seventy five yard touchdown against Green Bay the week before. I mean he went he went right through Green Bay's defense like they weren't even there. Like one cut and he was gone. Goodbye. So expect a heavy. W- Expect a low-scoring game, yes, Uncle Trevor, I agree with that. But expect a lot of Dalvin Cook, because quite frankly, what Minnesota is saying is, man, we had rather hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook 50 times than let you throw us out the game. And that's unfortunate for a guy, when he was with the Redskins, was throwing for 4,500 yards a year. So... Bottom line is this game is going to be hard to pick. I, I can't lean either way. I think if this game was in Minnesota, I may just, I, I I may just pick the Vikings. But I honestly can't get a real read on this game at all here. Uh, any, anybody got anything to add?
2: No, nope. no, nope. you, you nailed it. It's going to be a very, very close game. All right.
1: Well, yeah, I, I, like the, I like your point about Dalvin Cook, though. Um, if, they can, if Chicago can contain him, they're going to put it all on uh, Captain Kirk's shoulders. I don't think that he can beat them. It, it would have to be Dalvin Cook beating the Bears in order for the Vikings to win. So, yeah, we'll see.
0: That game is at 425 on CBS this Sunday night. Uh, apparently CBS for the second week in a row has got an all NFC matchup. Hey, it's weird how they do that. I, I don't Yeah, so two NFC teams get the C, get the CBS package. So I'm um, I'm guessing that's probably gonna be the Jim Dance game, Tony Romo probably. Um I, I think that's probably who's gonna call that game for CBS marquee four o'clock game. Uh so that would be interesting to watch, and uh, I'll be expecting not not many points uh, from Robinson and Tariq Cohen. All right, you guys, let's take a break real quick. Catch a breath, get a drink of water, and I will tell you that you are listening to the Always 100 podcast live on Block Talk Radio and Uh Find the show on Apple Podcasts by searching Always 100 Podcast in the iTunes Store. Like, subscribe. Give us uh, a listen and see what you think. Um, also, the picks last week, uh, I started the fly football league, so they'll be going up a little bit earlier now. Uh, so follow my socials, uh, underscore the q 24 for Instagram, um, and then for Snapchat, bigquin28, and then Twitter is qmac24. I'll be posting them on all of them. Uh, we'll get to my record uh, last week. We'll get to the picks segment. We'll, we'll get into detail on that, but just some house cleaning if y'all, if y'all want to see my picks. I fill out the pick sheet every week, post it up on uh, online there uh, for public consumption so y'all can see who I picked and how I pick, so I'm not shying away from... A lot of things going to win every week, and I think it'll be a pretty good uh, idea to keep doing that th- throughout the rest of the season. All right, we're continuing looking through the game preview segment live on Block Talk Radio and BlockTalkRadio.com. Uh, we've already talked about Green Bay and Philadelphia, Thursday night game. We talked about Chicago and Minnesota just now, and we got through Cleveland at Baltimore. So, the next game we're going to is KC at Ford Field to face the Detroit Lions. And here's the thing the reason why we're talking about this game, and I, and I picked this game one, Detroit might not actually be that bad. I, I haven't, I, I, I'm not going there just yet, but Detroit is 2 0 1, okay? And we'll see how they do. But we know we know what Kansas City's doing. I mean, this dude Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. And, I, and I'll start my analysis by talking with him. Kansas City's favored by six and a half at four field. Um, pick here, I, I'm, I'm just leaning Kansas City. I'm laying the points here. Um, and the reason why is Patrick Mahomes, while I would still take Tom Brady over him, this dude is playing unbelievable, My, um, Uncle Trevor. Do y'all realize this dude has already got over a thousand yards passing? He's already got ten touchdowns, and he has not thrown one single interception yet—not one. Yeah, that, Ain't I mean, awesome. that, that's. I mean, he is—he is amazing. Like, you know, and and, folks, this is without Tyree Kill. Could you even imagine what he's going to be doing with Tyreek Hill, with those other two guys that run sub four five? Oh, and who's going to cover Travis Kelso? Do you have Do you have an answer, anyone? I would love if anyone had an answer. No
2: uh, answers answer here. Yeah. he's he's passing a lot. He's taking a lot of hits. That's that, yeah. hit, that one. That okay. might that might end up being the answer. Okay, just just hit him. Yeah, okay. I,
0: I like that answer. I like that answer. I mean, no, that's
2: fair because you you can
0: get him off his get him off the spot if you hit him. But yeah, you know, I, I I do like that answer. But as far as schematic, yeah, you know, strategies concerned, it's like how are you going to cover that? Because you only can double cover two of them. So the Chiefs' offense is unbelievable, and they're they're going to score oh their thirty customary thirty points this week at Ford Field. Here's my reservation. Matthew Stafford and Marvin Jones Jr. and Carrie On Johnson and all those boys. Hawkinson, the tight end, is pretty good. I like him. Um, they're going to score their points. And you know why? Because the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense is still terrible. They still they're they're still awful. I I mean this is this is ridiculous. I mean they they can't cover And they allow people to run all over them. So, like, that's my only reservation about this game. Detroit could pull the upset if they score enough. Now, then the other question is, what exactly is enough when you're facing the Chiefs? Something to think about. Who's next?
1: I'll be brief. Uh, I think... Kansas City's offense is awesome, and their defense uh, needs a lot of work. Uh, Another work in progress. Uh, I I still am not on board with Detroit. I I cannot believe that they are actually any good. I refuse to believe that they're actually any good. I think they've lucked up and won a couple of games, especially the game against Philly. Uh, They actually should not have won that game. Uh, So I'm thinking. The 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 scenario here is Kansas City is going to put up enough points to separate them enough uh, from Detroit that Kansas City's defense will not give up uh, too many points to Stafford in order to make it a close game. So I I don't think this is going to be a close game. I think Kansas City is going to blow out Detroit, Uh, and I think Stafford is going to be neutralized to a degree. I mean, he'll you can say he'll get some. I don't think he's going to get enough to beat out Mahomes, so I don't really see this as a, a a real big challenge for the Chiefs. What do you think, Trev?
2: Uh, you know, anytime you go on the road against a legitimate NFL team, there's always a the potential for an upset. Well, other than Miami, there's always a chance for an upset <laughs> going on the road, and so I. <laughs> You know, you were, Kansas City is well. Kansas City is dominating Oakland, and you know they own on the road. They dominated Jacksonville on the road. It doesn't look like going on the road it really affects them. So you're their favorite. They should win. But a lot, this is a, this is a road game. Detroit hasn't lost yet. They should be three and They kind of blew a lead against Arizona in the fourth quarter before a tie. You know, every year is different. We don't know. This Detroit team could be different than what they have been in the past. I mean, that last week, really truly shocked me. I thought he was going to go in there and just destroy him. And since, you know, Detroit beat them, but now, you know, there's always a chance that they can beat Kansas City this week. And like I said, Mahomes is passing a lot. Baltimore hit him hard last week a couple times. You know, some cheap shots maybe. Mm-hmm. But that, that's, that's the way the sure. might be stopped is through, is through injury he's throwing a lot of passes mm-hmm. and, I mean I, don't, I, I like him he's a machine out there I want to see him play but you keep passing the ball like this keep putting your quarterback in under under the gun and you know it, it, it's, it's possible But um, right now I gotta pick I gotta pick KC until somebody shows that they can stop their offense I can't really go against them but I, I like Detroit is better than what I, I thought they were. So, no, might be a fun. Now this will be a fun game to watch. <laughs> well, well it, it's, it's going to be more a, a, Your team is going to be a, the, the best two of the week, the daytime anyway. Well, your team? Well, well, who, oh, who, team who, whose team? My team? Yeah, your team. Your, oh team yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yes. Yes. And yeah. Yeah, this one, the two of the one o'clock and four o'clock games out there, I really want to see. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, you know, I agree with you because I think I, I'm really actually looking forward to this game because you're you're right. I mean, you know, Detroit shocked me. I mean, because I, you know, and, and believe me, I really wanted to pick Detroit plus the points last week, and I and I thought long and hard about it, but it's like no, you know. it's Matthew Stafford's good, but he's not better than Wentz, and the Eagles are just better. And that crowd, and they're at home, and yeah, 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 all that good stuff. Um, The Eagles were down twenty to ten. Okay, like I, you know, like I don't, I maybe the Lions are actually good, and yes, they were week one. They were one, you know, a couple of defensive plays away from being three and zero. Tied the top of that division with the Green Bay Packers. Now, the question you have to ask, and I'll pose this question to you guys before we we, we go on to uh, New England at Buffalo. Um, the question I'm going to ask you guys is: Do you do y'all think Detroit can keep this up enough to be in contention for the Wild Card game, or do you think they'll they'll fade no. out? no 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 fade out, no, no. Fade out. how about you how about you definitely yeah i mean i i'm in between because the difference just my, my only problem with the lines is um not patricia the pencil man might, might mess up and they, they might, they'll, they'll lose a game they should win. and they'll, Their special teams has been really, really bad to start the season. You know, I, I th- those are the little things that give me apprehension with Detroit because uh, I don't think they're good enough to win the NFC North. But um, if they keep this up, sure, they can, they can be in contention
3: for the wild card game.
0: All right. Well, this, this is my game here, uh, 1 o'clock. CBS, Buffalo, Patriots, Bills, three and O teams. The only Buffalo looks like the only team that could give uh, New England any type of run in the AFC East. Um, okay, but we're, we're favored by a touchdown, so I'll, I'll I'll do this objectively. The Bills' defense is really really good. I like Josh Allen, but he kind of. He's not there just yet. So he throws, a, he takes too un, much unnecessary risk, throws a lot of interceptions. But he's got a cannon arm, and he can run, so that's good. Um, they got a decent running game, and yeah, their defense is playing playing really, really good right now. Um, they tried to give that game up against Cincinnati, though. I will say that, but they didn't. And they won, and you don't apologize for winning. I think the Bills will probably be a wild card team because the 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 only the only other teams that can really knock them out are Jacksonville, maybe. You know, it's it's not going to be Denver. You know, it might be. You know. I don't. I don't see it with the Jets. I mean, they 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 gotta they gotta get their people back. You know, may, you know, maybe then they might be they might be good. But I just don't. What think about
1: the right now?
0: The Colts can win that division though,
1: Bob. You know. Well, and it's Houston as well. So you've got well, then Houston.
0: Two people. Yeah, Colts, Houston, Jacksonville, right, and then there's. Buffalo, and that's about it. Maybe Cleveland, but Cleveland's got to show me something before I start putting them in the wild card race. Because they—they—they're like I Trevor said earlier. Their offenses had been a good. Now on to the Patriots, and I'll let you guys get in here in a second. I'm sorry. Um, look, Tom Brady's playing unbelievable, like always. Got 42 years old. Ho hum. 300 yards. Three touchdowns. Carry on, carry on about your day, okay. I, I'm not liking Sony Michelle so far because he can't catch. He can't, he can't catch the ball. Like we can't, we can't use him because he doesn't have good hands. He can't catch. So that's a big red flag for me. You gotta have a running back and catch. I think he's the best all-around runner out of our three running backs, Burkhead and James White. He's the best running back, but unfortunately, nowadays, the running backs have to catch and Sony doesn't because remember, we picked Sony with the 32nd pick in the draft or the 31st pick in the draft last year. He's a first-round pick. We could have had Lamar Jackson. We could have had some of these era parents to Tom Brady, or we could have found another running back in the draft. But I'm not gonna be too hard on him because in the playoffs he played pretty well. I got to get this off my chest too, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll be quiet. I promise. The Patriots defense, I owe an apology to the Patriots defense. Okay, I thought they were. I, I thought they were just atrocious last year. I mean, they couldn't cover. They didn't get a pass rush. They couldn't stop anybody. Okay? They, they let team average teams like Tennessee and Jacksonville run all over them. Detroit as well. Ever since the Super Bowl, these guys have been playing out their minds. And I, and I just got to give credit where credit is due, because I didn't really think this defense had it in them. So, if we keep playing defense like this, it we're going to be hard to beat. So uh, I, I'll take the Patriots minus, minus seven Sunday afternoon.
3: Who All would right, have
0: thought? Uh, who, yeah. <laughs> All right, who's next?
1: Well, I'm very interested in this game because I do believe Buffalo has a real shot at knocking off New England at home. You know, that would be awesome if the Bills could beat New England. Somebody needs to step up in that division and challenge New England. Because, you know, I've advocated for years that they need to just take that division and just, you know, revamp it because New England has always the, the clearest path to the Super Bowl every year. Now we finally have a potential challenger, so I'm very excited about it. Um, Josh Allen has a great arm. He has a couple of, of good players that he can throw to, like, uh, you know, Zay Jones and a few others. So I cannot wait to see what happens. Uh, New England is, you know, they're okay. But <laughs> I'm, um, I'm picking just, the bill. Just
0: okay, huh? Just, just okay, no, just huh?
1: okay. Yep.
0: Just okay. Just okay. Just Super like that
1: at the t commercial. Just okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just, just okay, huh? So defending Super yep. Bowl champs, just okay. Ha, ha, about haven't allowed, haven't allowed an offensive touchdown yet. Just we're just okay? So, okay.
1: But they're gonna allow that they're gonna allow quite a few. I I, I assume they're gonna allow at least three offensive touchdowns this week.
0: So what you got? What's your score then? Give give me a score. Give me something here.
1: Okay, so I think uh, New England is. uh, What's what's the spread?
0: Seven. Patriots by seven. seven.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now uh, Buffalo is going to score actually twenty-seven points, and New England is only going to score seventeen.
0: I think wow. that will be a true upset. Yes, twenty-seven
1: to seventeen. Yep. <sighs> okay. All right.
0: Cool. Uh, I'll just think about that. All right, um, Uncle Trevor. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what are your
2: thoughts on this game? I mean, uh, has Buffalo scored that many points this year in the game? <laughs> you know, I man, I know.
1: <laughs> hey. No, I mean the <laughs> first time. thing.
2: No, they scored twenty-one last week. I think they scored, and maybe the keys against the Jets. I can't remember who the, the third win was. So they scored yeah, seventeen you know happened, against the Trent.
3: Jets. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Well, what?
2: No, go ahead. Tell me what happens when
1: when you play this type of uh, team. You always get up for it, and you do things that you may not necessarily always do on a regular Sunday basis. But I, think I mean, those, that's true. It's are going, going I mean, after New England.
2: The problem, the, the problem with that is you're hyped up. Then if New England comes out there and smacks them in the face, then they're going to quit. That's, you got to be careful. Maybe, with that. maybe not. You gotta, maybe, maybe not. But, but Buffalo has a good defense. Buffalo is well coached. I like their coach. I like their defense. I think they can run the ball pretty good. I don't think they can pass the ball pretty good. I don't, I don't like a passing game. And that's why they're having trouble scoring points. They just don't have. Well, just a really FYI, good...
1: FYI, the last preseason game they scored 27 points against the Vikings. <laughs> the Bills and the Jets they scored 17 against the Giants they scored 28, and against oh, okay. the okay. Bengals they scored 21.
3: Okay. So, yeah, Giants, okay, Giants. Okay. that's the one. one. Okay, I
2: know. good. the thing with New England, they the winning right now. Basically, when you were wrong, their defense started playing good last year. During that Pittsburgh game in the regular season, and after that, I don't think they lost after that game. I don't think, if I'm wrong, I I might be mistaken. Was the last game? uh, Yeah. Last year. I'll look that up. I'll I'll look up what
0: date that was. Keep going.
2: They shut Mahomes down for. They shut them out. They shut him out the first half. I mean, who shuts out Kansas City for a whole half? You know, they did that. And the the Super Bowl, they just humiliated the Rams. But that defense has been playing. That defense been playing good for a while now. Defensive line is really tough. Offensive to line is really tough. So I mean, that's that's a problem. We're getting so good on the line on both sides of the ball. When you react good on the line, you know you're very, you're very tough to beat. You know Brady basically back there again, to take a milkshake, getting more control, scan his iPhone for what's on TV later that night. <laughs> <laughs> that, that and no one, nowhere, and no one close to him. they hitting him. That's why he well, can play at his age. He's,
3: he's not taking hits because that well, off the that line first, is so good. Well, uh, so I'll
0: that, say this. I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll just, I let you keep going. The last game between the Steelers and the Patriots was December sixteenth, two thousand
2: eighteen. Patriots lost seventeen to ten. So, right. I can see your even that because yeah. <laughs> Even that game yeah, was sure. only 17 points, but uh, yeah, okay. So I um I like Buffalo and they're at home and they're gonna really be motivated. I just that their quarterback, their passing game is what stops me from picking them. And New England is a really New England's probably better. New England, you know, they're they're younger except for Brady. They're they're really young, and, they, they, and they're good. So they they're they're probably tougher this year than they were last year. Although they, they might not have Edelman, and they lost, I guess Antonio Brown. But that that's, did, okay. but they got Josh Gordon over there. So jo- ah. look,
0: I'll take uh, Josh Gordon is a tremendous. Uh, when Josh is white, he's really really good. He made a spectacular catch last Sunday against the, against the Jets by turning around, falling backwards, one handed. It was it was it was a, a awesome catch. Um Tom Tom trusts Josh Gordon. Tom loves Julian Elman. I mean our, our receiving core is it's not star studded. It's not like K C where every everywhere you look, it's Kelsey, it's Hardman, it's Robinson, it's Tyreek Hill when he comes back. It's like oh yeah, Julian Elman, former quarterback, hey, all he does is get open. Like yeah, get open five yards, shallow cross, like take it forty. You know. That's what we do, and I, I I'm not, I, I'm picking the Patriots, but I, I didn't say in the, my analysis this game is going to be a, a walkthrough. It, it's not going to be like so easy that we we don't have to take Buffalo serious because we do because they have a really good defense. Um, and, and the Monday night game we had in Buffalo last year, I mean, the score was really not indicative of how Buffalo really, like, played good defense against us. The problem is they didn't have Josh Allen that game, and it showed when they needed to make a big play, they couldn't get the job done against our defense, which stunk for 85% of the year last year. So, you know, but the way we're playing defense now, I – I think we'll give up a couple touchdowns, but I, I just I don't think um, I I don't, I don't think that we're we're gonna be we, we it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a close game, but at the end of the day, look, uh, when it comes to Buffalo, uh, we have Tom Brady, y'all dealt, Bottom line, that that's just really how this game's gonna go. So. It's gonna sure, be fun. It's I, good I, to you. I, well, well, no, I mean, like, no, that—that's you, you know, I'm big on big on stuff like that. I mean, it's like there's just people that you don't bet against in sports. Tom is on the short list of people, and people continue to bet against this dude and wonder why you go home mad and upset all the time. Like, you continue to bet against this guy, and he is 42 years old and is still just doing things that no one's ever seen before. Like, this guy is not supposed to be playing this well. He's got seven TDs, zero interceptions. Has not thrown one single interception this entire year. And from football focus, named him, through three weeks, the best quarterback in the league. Now, I think he's the best quarterback in the league, but I I can't sit there and definitively say he's played better than Patrick Mahomes as far as, far as looking at the numbers and looking at what my eyes tell me. But despite that, when it comes right down to it, like th- th- I'm not really excited for – I'm excited for this game because Buffalo actually might be good, okay? And that's the exciting part because – like, there's nothing about the first half of this season that gets me excited. Like, for another month, it's like, oh, come on. We, we should be 8-0 by the time we play Baltimore on a Sunday night, no, Sunday, November 3rd. We should be 8-0 because you should beat these teams. It's not it, That's not, like, getting me excited. Like, you know, so we'll see what happens. Buffalo's got a shot here. They're at home. It's going to take a... Great effort on our part to get the job done, and we will see what happens. I'm very excited about that game. All right. That leads us, finally, to Sunday night. Love, we're coming to you. Are you ready? Sunday night, Superdome, Dallas, New Orleans. Sunday night on NBC. Love, you are up. Your Cowboys at New Orleans, go.
1: Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be a good game. Uh, And actually, you asked me earlier if I was nervous. I was actually more nervous about last week's game against Miami than I am about this week's game. And I'll tell you why. Because last week I felt that Dallas might take Miami too lightly. And I think they did throughout at least three quarters of the game. Uh, Then they finally got their act together. But I know now they're like, hey, New Orleans had a good showing without Breeze, you know, with Bridgewater. So I know mentally they're not going to take New Orleans too lightly because the the Saints do have a decent defense that they have to really be worried about. And they still have Michael Thomas and a couple other threats uh, on offense. So there's no way Dallas should mentally go into this game taking the Saints lightly. But all said and done, I am confident that Dallas will win the game. Um, but this is going to be their biggest test of the year because this will be the best team that they've, that they've faced so far this year. So if they come away with a win, then we can really ascertain how good or, you know, not so good, but hopefully how good Dallas is going into their stretch of playing you know, Green Bay and some other teams. So I'm looking forward to this being a definitive game for the Cowboys and moving forward towards our Super Bowl season. All right.
0: Before Uncle Trevor goes here, what uh, couple couple of things? As you know, Amari had a had a MRI there on his ankle.
1: Hey, they don't that say it's
0: serious. Yeah. Okay. I don't say it's serious, so that that's good. So he should be okay. What, what do you what, talk talk to me about Zeke and Dak? What do, what do you think they're going to do? And also give us a quick thought on your on your defense, what they have to do to get the job done Sunday night in the Superdome. So talk to us about that.
1: Well, I'll start with uh, Zeke. Actually, I like how they didn't use Zeke the whole game. They put Tony Pollard in there. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a great relief to try and save Zeke for some of the bigger games, not have him potentially get injured since he came in a little bit late in the, uh, the process. Um, so having that two-headed backfield is, is a great thing, that, that Dallas actually did something right so far. I'm, I'm actually liking that. Um, I'm liking how Kellen Moore so far is calling the offense giving Dak, you know, RPOs and different things that he can do uh, to really utilize his talent. And actually what I like the best is that we're throwing the ball, not just 10 yards downfield, not just 20. We're actually throwing it way down the field to try and get some of the big plays. That's an element that was missing in our offense under Linehan for who knows why, but I just don't think he was a very good play caller or outfit coordinator in general. Um, But I like what Kellen Moore is doing. So, to me, they're starting to get the best out of Dak and Zeke and all the elements around Dak. And to Trev's point a while ago, and your point too, I think, Quinn, uh, Randall Cobb was a great pickup from Green Bay for Dallas. He was definitely an upgrade from Cole Beasley um, in the slot. Uh, He's a lot more, I think, reliable. He can do a lot more than than Cole Beasley could do, even though he's older than Beasley. Um, I think he's definitely a weapon. Uh, Amari, I believe, might be a little injured. Um, Still hobbling because he had that whole foot-ankle thing going on during the uh, the preseason. So I don't think he's completely healed. But uh, with Michael Gallup out, I think that Devin Smith is going to step up to – you know, take some of the pressure off of Amari uh, Cooper and also um, help out with Randall Cobb and, and some other people. To get, oh, and Jason Witten. I forgot about Witten, too. Witten and then um, the other tight ends that we have. So, I mean, Witten's got a lot of weapons on, on offense. It's just awesome. And we have the the best offensive line, that, except for Connor Williams. I'm a little – I'm still out on him. He's, he's not that yeah. good. Uh, but, he, he, um, yeah. But, okay. yeah.
0: No. Yeah. He, 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 he he's a weak link. Good. Yeah, yeah
1: he, he's no. a weak link on that offensive line. But other than that, he, 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 um, they're giving – got to quit
0: holding people. You <laughs> has got to stop holding people. <laughs> well, look, I, that's almost his every club. one of
1: those guys, every team, they hold. That's what they do. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of oh, yeah, whether the refs yeah. want to call it or not.
3: You sure. know, so
1: that's, that's the thing with that. Um, but yeah. he does seem to get called at the most inopportune times. We'll, we'll just say that. Yes. Um, yes. So sure. – uh, but, let's, yeah, I'm let's excited get, uh, for what yeah. our team can be.
0: Yeah, let, let's get Uncle Trevor in here. Uncle Trevor, what, what are your thoughts on Dallas at oh. New Orleans Sunday night? What are your thoughts there, man? man?
2: That was a great analysis there. I mean, I, that New Orleans Dallas you know fortunate that they don't have to face Breeze in the Superdome. He's always way better at home in that dome than he is on the road. So last year, they beat him up pretty good. In in Dallas, New Orleans didn't score what maybe 10 points in that game, but you know I don't know Bridgewater. You have to wait and see what he does. See how New Orleans is going to use the um the mobile quarterback as well as um, on change the pace. I um oh Taysom Hill. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he's going to be used Sunday night, but um well let's see. See New Orleans has a good defense. They're very physical defense. It's another game for Dak Prescott. I, I mean, I, I, I'm still not sure if, if what I'm seeing is the new Dak Prescott. I'm kind of waiting for the old one to show up. <laughs> I don't want to say that. Cause I actually like Dallas. So, this is, um, you know, it's, it's another test game for him. Very, very tough environment. It's a very tough defense in the prime time. So this would be a good game for him to really come out and show out, and you know really light up New Orleans' defense. And because um, if, if he does that, Dallas they will score 20, 35 points. I can't really see New Orleans matching them with Bridgewater or the other guy at quarterback. Um, this is his chance. I'm sure New Orleans is not going to let Ezekiel Elliott beat them. No, They're gonna they are going to stack should. the line they're going to stack the line and they're going to make them pass the ball to win. So,
3: yeah, you know, this is
2: this is this, is a, this is a potential showcase for Mr. Prescott in a contract year. And, and, and I'll just pick up
0: right right there. That's that's where I'm going to start. Dak Prescott is an MVP so far. This guy's played unbelievable. Hey, he really really has. Okay? Nine touchdowns, two interceptions, second in yards in the league. I mean, what's there to talk about? I mean, the guy, Patrick Mahomes wasn't in this lead. The guy's an MVP front runner. He has played terrific this entire season, okay? He's throwing the ball down the field. He's confident. Yes, he's got two interceptions. The second one a little bit worse than the first one. He shouldn't have thrown that ball across his body right to the Miami defensive back standing right there. Probably not the smartest idea in the world, Dak. Probably shouldn't be doing that too much. okay. All right that's that's the only thing you can talk about it he doesn't he is not hold on to the ball too long he's using his legs a little bit, so I'm very very impressed. I'm also very impressed with the cowboys running attack and the reason and the reason being is this: hey, you got two guys on your team that can get you over a hundred yards. Well do you understand how good that is how how oh yeah I do yeah. Yeah, you got two guys behind that offensive line that can get you over 100 yards each. And you can melt the clock. And you can play time of possession. And Amari Cooper making grown men look foolish out here. (laughs) He's out here making people people look silly. Okay? Like the guy is a a fantastic route runner. Okay? So. It, it, it's big for Dallas to give, keep him healthy. But even if he's not healthy, Randall Cobb has played unbelievable. Okay, he, he he the the guy just makes big plays. He was clutching Green Bay. He was he's going to be clutch for Dallas. And Sunday night is a very very big game for Dallas. And the reason why. And by the way, the Cowboys are favored by three. So that basically that should tell you all you need to know, really. So, the Cowboys only favored by three points in the Superdome because they think, hey, just because nine's not there, the Saints aren't some chopped liver. You know, they got a good defense. They can get after people on the defensive side of the ball. Alvin Kamara, he's not to be ignored. He's he's awesome. Kamara's not to be ignored at all. Uh, Taysom Hill, too, yeah. And Michael Thomas, $20 million, man. I mean, what's there to talk about with him? I mean, he's a fantastic player. And, you know, the Cowboys' defense has has their work cut out for them. And what I'll say about the Cowboys' defense is, Mom, you shouldn't be – don't be worried yet. Because here's the thing. The Cowboys' defense gives up a lot of yards. They don't give up a lot of points. Yards don't yards don't win games. Points do, or the lack thereof. So the Cowboys' defense is going to get after people. Robert Quinn's back, get some pressure. Him and Demarcus Lawrence. You got two of the best linebackers of the league. Jalen smith ash They keep their eyes on Alvin Kamara. Make sure he's not go, going off, getting his wrecking the whole game for Dallas's defense. And the only thing I'm worried about is can the secondary just. I mean, Michael. What Byron Jones guys have hands full of Michael Thomas, Bob. I don't know what you what you're expecting from Byron Jones, but if you're expecting one catch for 13 yards, you're going to be sadly you're you're, you're going to be a very sad lady come 11:30. Because Michael well, well, here's is just the thing. Fan. Yeah, Michael Thomas is actually on my
1: fantasy
0: team.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I understand that, but I, I don't. I think you could care less about the fantasy team if 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 it involves getting a win. For, for the Dallas Cowboys as far as concerns, Oh, that yeah. Concerned.
3: Absolutely. Because
0: so, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you want to go to 4-0. Because, well, you got to think about this. You got to think about this logically. There is a chance by Sunday at 11.30 on the East Coast, y'all could be three games clear of Philadelphia. Three. Three games. Three full games. Not, not just, yeah, like, they have to, three games ahead of you. Ahead of them. And even if you, even if you got to play them twice. Okay, even if they beat you twice, which I don't think is going to happen, quite frankly. I think you'll split, if you really just want my opinion. I think you'll split. But even still, it's like you can set the psychological layers, and y'all can really make a statement that, hey, we're not playing around this year. We're we here to go, go go get this Lombardi. Okay? We're not here for games anymore. So, this is a very big game for the Dallas Cowboys. And one more thing about the Saints, and, you know, we got 17 minutes left, so Rob, um, I, I, we're, we'll, just, we're, we'll just skip uh, throwback Thursday for this week because I want to I pick these games right before uh, kickoff here. Um, but I will say this with the Saints. Yeah, the Saints can win the NFC South, but the NFC South is an atrocious division. I mean, Car- Carolina doesn't have a quarterback. Drew Brees is out till November. Uh, Matt Ryan, I guess by default, the best quarterback in that division, and Jameis Winston lost to Daniel Jones. So, I mean, uh, you know, you got you got a uh, you got you got to be happy for the Cowboys, because I think the three of us really want to see the Cowboys be good, and I want the Cowboys to have a sh- shot to shut up all their critics, finally. It's been too long, man. It's been, it's been way too long. It's been 25 years. you got to deserve it. Okay? But you got to show people that you are for real, and this is a team who I thought was going to the Super Bowl this year. And hey, they still might. But... um this will be a big shot for you guys to show that you guys are for real to make it happen on uh, Sunday night on NBC. Do you have anything, anything to add before we get to pick them up, or do you want to
2: just?
1: Nope. I I, I love your assessment, and I, I'm i waiting. I'm waiting for Miami, and I don't mean the Dolphins. I'm waiting to go to Miami for the, the big game.
0: For the Super Bowl. I mean, it That's right. It, yeah, my that look. I, I I told you last year because I because I thought the Cowboys last year had a really good shot um, to make it to the Super Bowl. You know, the Rams just were the better team that night, but it wasn't for a lack of effort for the cap from the Cowboys. You just lost to a better team. But I asked you this last year: What are you going to do if the Cowboys win the NFC? I, I I don't even know. I don't even know what you're going to be doing. I I mean, should we like? Should we? Should I buy you a bottle of champagne with, for in January if you're in the NFC Championship game? Should I buy you some champagne or something so you can drink it? And no, you, we, buy a, done or you,
1: you buy me a ticket to fly to Miami and go to the Super Bowl. That's what you do.
0: Okay, well, I, I, I'll I'll be sure to work on that because that that would be awesome. <laughs> you, you do that. You would especially you if would it's love. New
1: England and Dallas. Oh, Oh,
0: could you, imagine? oh boy, we uh, we would be no good if we if it's New England and, and my uh, and, and the Patriots, the Patriots and the Cowboys for the Super Bowl. But all right, look, kickoff's about to start here. Uh, one more break to tell you that this is the Always One Hundred Podcast, live on Blog Talk Radio, BlogTalkRadio.com, joined by my mom Mona and my uncle Trevor every Thursday, live on Blog Talk Radio, seven o'clock to just after kickoff of the Thursday night game which is Green Bay at hosting Philadelphia. I'm sorry. And sorry we didn't do throwback Thursday this week. We got long-winded, got some very important games, got passionate. It happens. Throwback Thursday returns next Thursday. But we're here to pick some games here. And the winner of the week was Uncle Trevor. And it was Uncle Trevor by literally a point. (laughs) I, I, I mean, you, you got to be bleeping me. We tied. Just, you got to be kidding me.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's a tie. Clev, you should have seen Quinn's face when I told him that you won by one point on the uh, yeah. on the score. Hilarious. Uh,
3: Hilarious.
1: Uh, Eleven o'clock. Oh, 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 oh. Eleven and five doesn't even get me to the winner's
0: circle.
2: I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is, this is like World Cup decided by penalty kicks. Goodness. We, we, it was basically <laughs> a tie.
0: It was basically a tie, yes, but unfortunately we don't do ties here. You you had a lower you had the higher score than I did, and you won by a point. Unbelievable. Anyway, oh, thank you. eleven and five last week. Mom, you were ten and six, right, if I'm not mistaken. You were ten and six?
3: Yep. Yes.
0: I was eleven and five and Uncle Trevor was the winner. Kickoff's about to start in Green Bay. Here we go. It's time for pick'em. Let's get it going, ladies and gent. Here we go, Green Bay, hosting Philadelphia. Mom, who do you have? Green Bay. Wow, wow, you picked Aaron Rodgers. My goodness. That, that, Only that,
1: that, because that, they're at home. I told you I really want a 0 tie, but I know that's really not going to happen. So,
0: home advantage uh, to Green uh, Bay. Uh, I'll, I'll take Green Bay minus four and a half. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Eagles will fly. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Tennis, Tennessee. Sun- Sunday games now. One o'clock. Tennessee at Atlanta. Uncle Trevor, who do you have?
2: Oh, my goodness. What,
3: <laughs> what a horrible game. All right? Oh. oh. oh what? You going wow. to go
2: first because I'm thinking about it. Oh, Atlanta. Uh, I
0: for no reason at all. I'll go with the Falcons for no reason at all. Bob. who do you have? Well,
1: I'm going with the Falcons for a reason because Tennessee looked really abysmal last week, and I don't know how long Mariota's going to be starting quarterback, so I'm going to go with Atlanta.
3: Oh,
0: Oh, my goodness. New England at Buffalo. I I got the Patriots minus seven, obviously. Bob.
1: One woman on a Buffalo.
0: Okay, Uncle Trevor. Uh, New England. Wow, okay, so two New England, and Mom is the solo star in a Buffalo. KC at Detroit. KC favored by six and a half. Mom, who do you have?
1: There is no way I'm picking Detroit. I'm picking Kansas City.
3: Uncle Trevor, who do you have?
0: Kansas City. Making a clean sweep. All right. I don't think uh, we're going to have much disagreement here. Indianapolis, favored by seven, hosting the Oakland Raiders. I got the Colts minus. Uncle Trevor. Colts. Ma.
1: I don't think I'm ever picking Oakland again after that debacle of a pick I made last week. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah. I don't know I'm, what you were doing. I don't
1: know what I was thinking. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. I yeah, picked no, – I picked two and fourteen,
2: so they got to lose the next thirteen in a row.
3: <laughs> Twelve in a row. Yeah, uh, yeah. Starting this week. Yeah.
0: Woo wee! Oh goodness. Uh, all right. Should we even ask? All right. Nobody's picking Miami plus sixteen, so we're not. We're not going to bother talking about the Chargers and the Dolphins. Everyone's got the charges, I'll safely assume, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Redskins at Giants. Giants favored by the home three points. Mom, who do you have? Oh, my goodness
1: gracious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really, really am so mad with Tampa Bay's kicker because – He subjected me to listening to this whole house. Daniel Jones is so great and so wonderful all week long. And I'm like, oh, okay. But on the flip side, I loved hearing how Washington was just so upset with their team this week. (laughs) Uh, So that said, I guess I'm picking, oh, goodness, the Giants at home.
0: Uh, give me, the the Redskins' defense is abysmal. The Giants' defense stinks, but, uh, oh, it's Saquon Barkley's out, too. Oof. This might be the Redskins' lone opportunity to win anything in the first half of the season. That being said, I'm not picking them. Give me the Giants' minus.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, Giants' minus three. Uh, uh, Uncle Trevor, who you got? Washington. Wow. Ooh, Jones, yeah, comes
2: Jones comes back
0: to earth. Uh, yeah, that, this game is so hard. I'll I buy it actually. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I picked the Giants last week in an upset special. I don't know. The Redskins. Uh, we'll, we'll see about that. Cleveland at Baltimore. I've got the Ravens minus the touchdown. Uncle Trevor. Baltimore. Um, as, uh, Mom, who do you have? I
1: got the Ravens.
0: Clean sweep as Jordan Howard. Kickoff is underway. Eagles got the opening kickoff, and Jordan Howard just took a draw play, like a 15-yard gain right up to, off the right tackle. 15-yard gain, uh, to, like, midfield. First and 10 for Philadelphia. Uh, 14 minutes to go. First and ten. Uh, We just had a clean sweep with Baltimore, and now we're going to the final 1 o'clock game in Houston, Texas, where Kyle Allen is the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers against the fighting Deshaun Watsons. Who do you have, Uh, Bob? Yeah, I'm going with uh, the
1: Houston Texans.
0: Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Houston favored by 4.5. Hmm.
2: I'm, I remember last week when I told you the a guaranteed victory for Carolina. If you know who didn't play,
3: yeah, as long as they keep
2: him yeah. out, Carolina's a different team. Upset special.
3: Carolina.
0: Wow, Carolina, Carolina plus four and a half. Wow, oh man, uh, yeah, I, this this game's hard, like. I'm sure we might be onto something here, really.
1: I, well, here's the thing: it's going to depend on how well Houston protects Deshaun Watson. If they can protect Deshaun, they're going to win, right? But if he's going to get jacked up and sacked and everything else, yeah, Carolina could possibly come in there and actually win the game. Man,
0: and and look, the what NFC South know. is up for grabs, though. NFC South, for you know what? I don't trust it just yet. Give give me Houston minus four and a half. Uh, As Carson Wentz just clean overthrew, just overthrew Zach Gertz, who's a little who's a little upset with Jair. Look out! There's a fight going on here. Watch out! Nah, they're not fighting yet. Yeah, not 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 just yet. yet. There's, There's a fight here. Here we go. Zach Gertz is a little upset with somebody in the Green Bay secondary. Cam got right in his face, and Zach Gertz was ready to fight that dude. And uh, uh, by the way, Carson Carson Wentz is clean over through him. And, um, yeah, Zach Gertz was not real happy with number 23 for the Packers.
1: All right. Hey, one more thing about Carolina Houston. What do you think, Quinn, about uh, McCaffrey? Is he going to be enough to carry the team uh, while Cam is out?
0: Well, absolutely, because I mean, Chris C. Mac just got up C. Mac is a lot faster than people think. This dude just took took a took a hand off what off, off right tackle and was gone. Like, see ya. Like this dude hit the afterburns on that dude. You you saw that, mom? You remember, remember that? Yeah, I saw. It. Uh, oh, oh, and by the way, if Greg Olson keeps playing like that, Carolina might actually win. So. That that ooh, mm. I'ma hold off on picking that game. I, I said Houston, but I'm not sure right now. See, uh, four o'clock games. Here we go. Tampa Bay at the Rams. I got the Rams. Lock it in. Lock of the week. I got the Rams. Tampa Bay. It just 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 stop it with Tampa Bay. Just stop. I don't want to hear it. The Rams minus nine and a half. Lay it. Lock of the week. Rams. Bomb. Ram, Uncle Trevor. Rams. All right. Seattle. Host Seattle at the Fighting Kyler Murray's in Arizona. Um, sorry, Kyler. Love you. I think you're going to be a really good player. You're not ready just yet, bud. Give me Seattle minus four and a half. Mom.
1: I really want to pick Arizona in an upset. <sighs> but I think I'm going to stick with Seattle.
0: And Uncle Trevor? He had him. All right. Marquee game. Big game. 4 o'clock. Here we go, guys. Gotta make some picks. Bears hosting the Vikings. Uh, Uncle Trevor, we're coming to you because I, I don't know who's winning this game just yet. Uncle Trevor, we're coming to you. Bears, Vikings.
2: Bears. Chicago.
0: Ma. The Bears. Oh, uh, oh! Uh, every every fiber in my being wants to pick Minnesota plus two and a half. But
1: hey, just remember, Kirk in big games—how that normally turns out.
0: Yeah, but Mitch ain't much better.
1: Yeah, but Chicago has a better defense.
0: Yeah, not not by much. You know what? You know what? This game's at Soldier Field. The crowd's going to be. The crowd's going to be into it. Give me, give me the Bears minus two and a half. Next game, Jacksonville at the Denver Broncos. These two teams both stink. The the, the I, I have no idea who's winning this game. Does anybody know who's winning the Jags in Denver? If
2: so, y'all can make your bet because I don't. Yeah, that's uh, a that's a tough
1: one. Jalen Ramsey causing tough.
2: trouble. Jalen Ramsey's. I guess now he's not going to play. This week, who knows? No, so I, I no he's again. not playing. Whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, oh, oh.
0: He's not
1: playing because got, his it, uh, we, we got his an injury. Hold daughter it. coming. Hold it.
2: Hold it. we
0: got an injury here on, on the field. Somebody got, somebody got hurt yeah. bad here in Green Bay. I'm not sure who it is. So somebody got hurt in Green Bay. I think it's, I, I think it's the. Oh yeah, Ooh. oh yeah, yeah. The guy got headshotted. That's what. That's what happened. Ninety six and. From Philly, just headshotted Jamal Williams. Watch this. Watch this, y'all. Watch this. What coming in? Boom! There you go, right there. Oh goodness! Yeah, that, that's a helmet to helmet right there. Guy got headshotted in Green Bay, so there's an injury timeout. Um, as for this game, Jalen Ramsey's not playing. The Broncos' offense is played like trash. Um, I'll go with the Bron. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it, mile highs is a tough place to play. I'll go with the Broncos, mine three, but I, I'm not really excited about it.
1: Uh, Mom, who you got? Uh, despite Gardner, Minchu, the second mania that they have right now, I think I'm going to take Denver at home.
0: Yeah, and Uncle Trevor, you got Denver or what? Yeah, Denver. Denver? Okay.
1: All right, uh...
0: At Sunday night, Mom. We know you're picking Dallas minus the three. Uncle Trevor,
2: who Woo-hoo! you got? <sighs> I, I, only because of I don't really trust Bridgewater yet. I'll pick Dallas.
0: Yeah, hi, Yeah, same for me. I, I I'll pick Dallas, and then uh, Monday night, Uncle Trevor's former team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, hosting the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. Um, <laughs> uh, this game stinks, honestly, guys. This game is awful. I I, I I'll just take Pittsburgh for, for absolutely no reason. I'll, I'll take the Steelers. Uh, Uncle Trevor,
2: who who do who do you have? The Bungles, thirty four to five. <laughs>
3: thirty
1: four to five. Okay. Oh man. Oh, Bob, oh, who do you have? Well, I was actually looking at picking Cincinnati, but not 34-5. to 5.
3: <laughs> uh, you, you know, know what? Can, Cincinnati?
1: I
0: change, can, can I change my pick? I don't know. I, I'm going to change my pick with this. I, I, actually, no, I'm not. I, I, don't, I don't know. Give me the Steelers
2: because they're at home. All
0: right. Well, let's, uh, let's Being see. at let's home get is get gonna
2: be here. worse. Being at home would be much worse. The fans are ruthless in Pittsburgh.
3: Wow, uh, they're gonna—they're
2: gonna—they're
0: really going to let the Cedos have it. Wow, Jeez, uh, this is bad. they they got the card out for Jamal Williams here. That—that's that, not good. All right, let, let's get off and watch this game here. Thank y'all for listening. To the Always One Hundred Podcast. Find the show on Apple Podcast by uh, searching Always One Hundred Podcast. We're gonna watch this game. There's always been some chippiness, and uh, Jamal Williams for Green Bay. Uh, got headshotted, so we're gonna make sure he's okay. Find a show, Apple Podcast. We're signing off here. All one in the men's league. We're gonna make sure to get a win. This uh, we'll make sure to get a win uh, Sunday here to go to one and one for my team. The catering job's going well, so we got some good vibes going here. Uh, thank you guys for joining us and thank you for listening. This has been the Always One Hundred Podcast. Enjoy the rest of the weekend.